Robert Livingston, safeties coach for the Cincinnati Bengals, joins us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, coming to you from our studios as we always do. Robert Livingston is a young rising star in the coaching profession. He does a great job for the Cincinnati Bengals on the back end, coaching those safeties. Safeties are critical. They have to read, recognize, communicate. Uh, they're the quarterbacks of the of the back end in a lot of ways, quarterbacks of the defensive football team. And Robert Livingston uh, gets those guys all on the same page. He does a tremendous job coaching his players. His players respect what he has to say, how he says it. And the Cincinnati Bengals are fortunate to have a coach like him in the back end and players that they've drafted for him to coach on the back end as well. You're going to like what Robert Livingston has to say about his players and his defense. Thanks for joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. And we've got a good one for you today. This is going to be awesome. Robert Livingston. Works up, How are you doing, man? Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, you're the man. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Appreciate your carving time. Works with those safeties. Does a heck of a job for the Cincinnati Bengals. Been with the organization for a while and um, has made major contributions from a personnel standpoint, coaching standpoint, every standpoint you can think of in terms of football. So this man knows this organization and what it's all about. So we got um, the back end. You lose a couple of safeties that I know it was probably a tough pill to swallow losing a couple of leaders like you did lose. But you seem to, you guys have just done a great job bringing in other other guys, veteran free agent, uh, drafting a guy and developing that young rookie. Talk about what's going on for you at that safety position, sir. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it looks a lot different, as you mentioned. You know, you lose two guys like Jesse and Vaughn and, uh, you know, graduation happens. It always sucks. Um, so you kind of say goodbye and then you go to the next class and right. you know, Zach and, and, uh, and Duke did a great job getting Nick in here, uh, in the veteran free agency part. And then obviously, you know, having Dax last year and the, the multiple spots that he played, um, as you have done in your career lap as a young player, having to kind of back up all five spots, um, I think it's priceless, you know, for him, for kind of knowing where he fits in the defense and what everybody else is doing. Um, and then just the other pieces that we've added, whether it's, you know, Jordan or having Tyson and obviously, Mike Thomas um, coming back for another year is, is is great and it helps the stability and the leadership in the room. So um, just excited about the group and, and uh, you know, excited to kind of keep working and, and trying to get better every day. Well, in the, uh, in, in, the, in the football game against the Green Bay Packers, Dax Hill showed some range, man. I mean, he broke from the middle of the field to, to break up a pass up the sideline. That was uh, pretty extraordinary. I mean, he can cover ground, he can close, can he? Yeah, he's he's obviously immensely gifted, you know, when it comes to to tracking the ball and, and playing in the middle of the field. And um, again, playing corner last year, I, I think helps him, you know, uh, kind of know where that ball is going to be delivered. And and uh, I mean, that's just God given ability. Let's call it like it is. I didn't have much to do with that one. Um, getting them, <laughs> you know, outside the numbers. And again, he's a rare athlete and it's it's uh, our job. It's my job, candidly. Um, to develop them into having the tools that, that he can can play the position, you know, down in and down out. Um, so, yeah, great play. You know, that'll be, um, you know, hard to beat in terms of, uh, you know, playing it any better. So just excited to kind of put a couple more of those together. No question about it. And about uh, Tyson Anderson, man, you get uh, 
get two interceptions and a half. I don't care what level of football you're playing. Yeah. I don't care if you're playing touch football in the backyard, man. You get two two interceptions in the first half and you take one back for, for a pick six. That's a heck of a day. <laughs> that is a heck of a heck of a quarter. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, it's uh, just so happy for him, um, you know, having missed a whole year as he did that obviously can play some can play some head games on you. Um, you know, speaking from experience, obviously not at this level, but, you know, missed a year in college. And next thing you know, you're everybody's out to get you and the world's against you and the sky is falling and, and everything that, that I think everybody's been through. So for him to to kind of brace that last year and come back in his first game back and, and have the, that performance, you know, it just starts with with being super excited for him. And uh, it, yeah, it'll be it'll be tough to beat uh, in terms of his career doing that again. So just excited for him and and his family. Let me uh, let me give you guys in, in some corners as well. Just guys in the back end, and yeah. I'll give you a name and, and give me your take. You know, give me a give me a as only Robert Livingston can do a, a scouting <laughs> report and a coaching analysis of, uh, of of this these particular players. So let's let, let's work through the back end. Uh, how about first? You mentioned a guy that is uh, has been around for a long time. He's a great locker room leader, Michael Thomas. Talk about what what he's about. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about Mike Thomas. Um, he's a phenomenal leader. He is a phenomenal person. Um, you know, he is what you want on your team, um, both in the locker room and on the grass. Uh, Mike could do anything in the world he wanted to. There's no doubt in my mind he could be a president of some. Fortune 500 company. He could be in Congress. He could be in politics. He could do whatever he wants. And he's he's you know choosing to be with us, which I'm forever grateful for. You know, Mike has meant more to my life than I'll ever mean to him. So I am forever indebted to him. And um, you know, just think the world of Mike. And that's that's pretty high praise. I mean, that's a, that's the I haven't heard coaches talk about <laughs> like that. Now that's that, that's pretty incredible. All right, uh, let's let's stay with the safeties. Let's let's yeah. get through the spaces, and then I'll throw a couple of couple of others at you as well. But how about Nick Scott, the veteran you picked up from the Rams? What, what yeah, Nick's you? obviously um, you know come into a, a new system and, and picked it up pretty flawlessly. Um, you know, he, he's obviously a veteran player going into year five, so uh, that helps. That helps a lot. With that being said, you know some some scheme things are different uh, from LA to here, so. Uh, as you have, you know, changed playbooks at one point in your life lap, you know, yep. kind of putting things in buckets and, you know, this is what it used to mean for me, or this is how I used to play that. And, um, you know, it's been great that Nick was here all spring uh, to kind of have those conversations and, and go through, you know, this is what we call things and, and this is where he fits. So uh, super excited for Nick, you know, obviously brings a, a leadership factor um, that candidly uh, we're young back there. So for Nick to bring that leadership helps a lot. And, uh, you know, just excited to get him on the grass and get him playing. And, uh, you know, I know Lou's talked about it. You know, those two safety spots, they're kind of like a shortstop and a second baseman uh, in Lou's words, which is a great analogy, um, kind of playing off each other and, and knowing where the other guy's going to be and, and where you fit in that thing. So, you know, time on task has been a big uh, a big issue for us this this camp. You know, you want guys to to work together and play together and, and candidly make a mistake or two uh, on the practice field so they can uh, they can grow from it. So excited for where Nick is and, and where really where he can be. Yeah, that's the interesting uh, transition is you understand the concepts, but you have to unlearn a language and learn another one. I mean, sure. everybody's speaking French and you know German, you know, it's like, what's the story? What are we talking about here? But that that, that is, uh, that's something that uh, will take just a little bit of time with a guy. That, that thing back there, 
through the whole football team and on the back end, back where you're you're working, the the intelligence and the football intelligence, man, this football team, two things about it. This team is fast. I mean, the speed, you can feel the speed and you can feel the intelligence, the smarts, you know, I mean, the football IQ, you can feel those things with these guys. Yeah, I think, again, it starts uh, from top down there. You know, it starts with, with Zach and Duke and, and Lou, obviously, um, kind of having a blueprint for what they want, uh, what they want it to look like, what they want it to sound like. Um, you know, I, the speed is is great, but not budging on kind of the non-negotiables, you know, for the football intelligence, for the love of the game, for the leadership factors, you know, taking somebody that you know has that things instead of taking somebody that you're not quite sure. Um, and that takes that takes phenomenal leadership uh, from those really from those three. So, you know, lucky to see that from kind of the outside looking in, lucky to be a small part of that. And uh, it makes coming to work that much easier when you know guys are, are all about it and, and they'll do anything in the world to get better. Uh, you don't want this more than they want it, which is, is big as you've lived. What about uh, Tyson Anderson? Obviously had that had that great first preseason game last year, unfortunately had, you know, the injury bugaboo. But what, what do you think about Tyson? Yeah, I think, um, you know, immensely talented. Obviously, uh, they don't really come around that often with 33-inch arms. And I think he ran 4-3 or something at the Combine. So, um, you know, God gave him a lot of ability. And it's just it's my job, again, candidly, to kind of get him going consistently. I, I think as any young player lap, you've lived it, you've seen it. You know, you got those flash plays where you're really, really good. Um, and then the next play, it's like, hey, who's that guy? Yeah. Uh, so it's it's hard. You know, this this is a hard game, especially for young players. They they want to be great. They want to strive to do great things. And next thing you know, you press a little bit, or you you take your eyes not from one thing where they're supposed to be to, to looking at something else. And um, so consistency is always hard, and it's always something that we look for uh, in young players to kind of you know break that glass ceiling to to get on the field. So Tyson, like most players, just want to see him be more consistent, but. Uh, He's got phenomenal ability and, and uh, again, super, super excited for his first game. And, and now let's stack some games on top of each other. Let's stack some quarters on top of each other. Um, let, let's stack a half on top of a half and, and, and really get to where we want to get to. Yeah, that's the one thing, I mean, as a player, for your teammates and for the coaches, I mean, you don't, you don't want your performance to be like this, you know, the yeah. highs and lows. You, you, want, you want a little, maybe blips here and there. Man, you don't want those big highs and big lows, man. It's like, like you said. Man, this guy—he's a Pro Bowler. Yeah. This guy, how do he make the team? You know, the very <laughs> next play—it's crazy. You can't—you can't be having those, uh, those, those mountains and those valleys. That's for sure. No doubt. Yep. So then, um, uh, you got a—you got a talented player, uh, Jordan Battle. Yeah. Was, and he was battling a hamstring problem. But talk about Jordan Battle. Yeah, you know Jordan um, came in, did a nice job this spring, and, and unfortunately got hurt during training camp. So, um, you know. As a young player, when you're you're a week or two weeks, whatever it was, behind, uh, that's tough. You know, yeah. that, that's that's really tough. So, um, you know, candidly, it, the first preseason game, you, you kind of knew what to expect. Uh, again, you've got a guy who's trying to get his legs back, and and the speed of the game is probably gonna be a little bit much. So, I know there's more meat on that bone. I know he can play better. Um, again, you did see some flash plays in the first preseason game, big hit there on their sideline, and did some nice things. Um, a guy who's coming from coming from a huge program that, that uh, you know knows how to work and knows how to do that stuff. But again, as a young player, so the speed of the game um, can jump on you a little bit. And uh, I think a lot of those guys, you know, that they have to they have to relearn, you know, how to be themselves, right? How to study, how to have success. Um, I think the guys that go from from college to the pros that 
that uh, maybe struggle a little bit in the pros, the, the great ones, they can push through and they can kind of define their new normal of, okay, hey, I used to just get by doing this. That ain't good enough now. Now I got to circumvent my learning, my teaching, whatever it may be uh, to get the best out of myself. So I'm uh, excited for Jordan, you know, to have another week uh, in the building and, and obviously playing in Atlanta. That'll mean something to him. Uh, probably a couple SEC championship games there, if I had to guess, right. uh, in his career. So there's going to be some, some good mojo for him. And uh, so it'll be exciting this week to, to see him play. You know, safety's working in concert with uh, corners. That's what it's all about. And that's secondary. Talk about these two young cornerbacks that you guys uh, drafted, the, the two DJs. And we're not talking spinning records. We're talking yeah. about people and covering people. DJ Turner, DJ Ivy. I mean, these guys have made an impression. DJ Turner, man, that guy, it looks like he could he could start for a lot of teams in the National Football League. Yeah, he's, he's done a great job. You know, he's um... – I was talking to to Chuck, Coach Burks here um, after the game, and I don't know if, if I've ever seen uh, preseason or regular season, whatever you want to call it, an NFL game where on two pass plays, a corner has tackles for a TFL, right? So the uh, the boot there in the uh, the low red zone obviously was uh, maybe a little bit behind them, the throw or whatever, but that was a minus two play. Yep. And then um, the, uh, the little check down before the half was a, a minus two play as well. So. Uh, he's done a great job. He's a great kid. Uh, super excited for him and his development. Again, each day, getting better each week, kind of seeing the game. You know, Coach Burks does a phenomenal job with those guys. Uh, and, again, I, I think he's had a great start so far. So, again, let's keep pushing him and see what we got. And then, uh, you know, DJ Ivy uh, is a guy we brought around for a non-combine visit. And uh, from the moment you kind of meet him, you look him in his eyes and you can kind of see he's about business and um, he's done a good job again being a young player as we talked about lap uh, as you have lived there are great days and then there are bad days and yep. uh, i think finding you know that consistency where your hand doesn't shake uh, is what everybody wants right uh, again just live in the middle and uh, i think yep. it, that's really hard for young players to do sometimes um, but he's done a great job as well again he had a stretch there uh, i know I guess the fan day, he had two interceptions. I'm trying to think back. It seems like a year ago all of a sudden. Um, but, yeah, they, they've both done a great job. Again, I can't stress to you how great a job Coach Burks does with those guys to get them ready to play. And, and uh, the preseason is, is huge for those guys. So hopefully continue to see development. And a guy that, uh, you know, seems like oh, he's been around here for a while, but it's only it's only his second year in the NFL, Cam Taylor Britt. And, he, you know, he's making a jump from, from yeah. you. Yeah year two i mean he's a player isn't he? yeah uh, you know i'm sure you know you've seen a million of them um a year ago today cam is is probably trying to figure out okay uh this is where i park in my apartment this is where i shop this is right. you know the new city all that kind of stuff um and never forget i mean this is a people business right so um the better relationships you have with people the better you feel about people is the easier it is to come to work and, and be a player and, and want to go out there and lay it on the line and Oh, by the way, you know, same defense, same system, same position coach. Um, room looks a little bit different, but some of the same guys in the room. So you're just that much more comfortable uh, to go out and put your best foot forward. So Cam's had done a great job. Um, you know, year one to year two, as you know, is usually where the biggest strides come. Yep. Um, so I'm excited to see what he's done in the offseason to put him in position to, to not only help himself, but this defense and this team collectively. So, Coach, you know, first preseason game, there's always the issue of, okay, 
run fits? Am I hitting the gap control integrity the way I'm supposed to? And then guys are like, all right, I want to make a play. So, you know, instead of just harvesting their crop, they're trying to harvest uh, their partner's crop a little bit and maybe getting a little nosy and, and uh, getting away from responsibilities. Were they pretty good in that regard or was it a problem? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's some really, really good clap uh, clips, excuse me, and then there's some plays um, that you're exactly right. I think, uh, you know, you get late in the game and you haven't made a play and, and by God, you know, it's my time to do something. So right. um, there's a little bit of that uh, that we got to we got to squash. Um, but for the most part, you know, it was a good effort. Again, I think, you know, the guys, um, you know, we had uh, obviously two interceptions, a couple of PBUs, uh, turnover on downs. Um, so there's some real things to grow from. Um, you know, first preseason game is it's never super pretty uh, on either side of the ball. There's some there's some free runners that the offensive line gives up. There's some open guys in the secondary that you got to work through. And, um, you know, really, it's just there's so much energy and, and kind of people in their own head that first game that you just want to get it out of the way. And then uh, you can grow from there. And, and that's always kind of your floor. Um, so, again, some really good things, some things that we got to work on. Um, but, you know, overall, pleased with the effort. You know, in, in the preseason game, sometimes it's hard to control where you're going to get situational football covered, sure. all aspects of it. That's why you work against each other like you did on Wednesday, a couple of days before the game to make sure that, you know, you get good reps in the situational aspect of it. You did have some red zone. You did have some low red zone, had some goal line. There was some short yardage. I can't really remember uh, if there was – there wasn't two minutes at the end of the game. At the end of the first half, I remember – Bengals trying to execute a four minute and uh, then you guys had to defend like a minute and a half. There were some situational things overall. How, how pleased were you guys in that area? Yeah. You think uh, so into the first half, obviously um, we get off the field. Um, we go back out there. Uh, we get an interception so that there's some good things to work with. And then uh, they get the ball back. I think with like 43 seconds, we give up an explosive play um, and, and you just can't have it. Right. So, um, there's some really good things to talk about, you know, both uh, as a secondary, as a defense. Um, you know, this is, you know, at the end of the first half, um, you know, we were in a position, obviously, uh, that we got the ball to start the second half, right? So if we can get a stop and our offense goes down and scores and they get it again, all of a sudden you got that kind of 14-point swing, um, which can can be crucial. Um, so those are always good things to talk through. I think Zach and Lou do a great job, you know, talking about situations and, you know, the importance of those situations. Again, if it's third and seven at the end of the first half and you can get off the field and you can give your offense a chance to go score. Oh, by the way, uh, they get the ball coming out and start the second half. It can be a completely different game. So uh, those are great things to talk about. You know, it, it puts guys in the moment. It's always easier to live it than it is to, to watch it, you know, in a meeting room. Uh, as you have learned, those meetings can get a little long. Um, watching the 1997 end of game Bengals, you know things like that that, that you that you put up. So um, right. those are great things to learn from, and and uh, and we will we will learn and take some things from there. Uh, this week's opponent in the preseason, the, the Atlanta Falcons, I guess similar to the Packers in that they've got young quarterback. They like to run the football. I mean, Atlanta actually ran the ball for a yard more than they threw it. They, they ran it for like 178 in in a, point whatever and threw it for 177 point whatever. I mean, it was pretty balanced on the offensive side of it. So both of these football teams believe in running the football. Is that going to be a good test again? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you hit on it. Obviously, that day versus Green Bay where we practice versus them, um, we see some different things. 
that maybe our offense doesn't do, which is great. Right. Uh, again, you're talking about a new defense with guys making checks and, and having to see it the same set of eyes. So that was good. And Atlanta will be the same thing. Obviously, uh, their head coach can't say enough great things about what he does uh, from an offensive perspective. You know, you mentioned the run game. They are always a bear to, to worry about, you know, shifts and motions. And uh, when you think back to when he was at Tennessee, um, it was really the same thing. I mean, that, that's kind of where obviously Derrick Henry got his name and, and the things that they were doing there. So can't say enough about the head coach. And um, it'll it'll be a you know a full day for those guys. They're a big physical team. Obviously, we played them last year. Uh, some of the pieces are different. New quarterback, obviously, Desmond Ritter and, and having uh, the backups that they have. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be it'll be a real challenge for our guys, which is great. Um, you know, they do have talented, talented players on the perimeter. First round pick and a receiver. First round pick, obviously, in the avatar tight end, um, probably <laughs> one of one, and uh, what he yeah. can do. And, and then they add uh, they add the running back from Texas, uh, Mr. Robinson, this year. So um, they got plenty of talent on offense, and it'll be a it'll be a full day for us that uh, will hopefully you know get us in a position to again put plays on top of plays, quarters on top of quarters, and and really have a, a feel for not only who the player is coming out of that game, but but who we are as a secondary as a defense. You know, a player that I uh, failed to mention when we were talking about, give me uh, Robert Livingston's perspective on on, on guys. Mike Hilton, uh, as good a slot corner as there is in professional football, the guy can blitz. He, he's an incredible blitzer. He's got unbelievable anticipation. Uh, he's very, very physical for his size. I mean, Mike Hilton's a unique dude, isn't he? He is. Um, you know, Mike's story – is one of just perseverance and always believing in himself. And it's kind of what we talked about with these young guys, you know, getting an opportunity, you know, Mike obviously uh, took the long way to get into to Pittsburgh, you know, bouncing around, being out a little bit, got his chance, you know, the, the key to success in life, right. It's making the most of your opportunities. Did that in Pittsburgh, came here, has been a phenomenal leader. Um, you know, I think anytime you describe Mike, you just kind of say, He's just a football player, right? I think, and that is, if you're going to give somebody a compliment, I, I think that's the ultimate compliment, right? He's he's undersized. He's everything that, you know, the boxes aren't checked. But at the end of the day, you know, you're going to get his all. He's going to be where he's supposed to be. And uh, he's going to make a big tackle for you to get off the field. So love that guy. I love what he brings to the team. And uh, really, really happy we have him. So I'm, I'm assuming that it won't be a whole lot different in terms of playing time. You're still in an evaluation. Well, you know what you've got in terms of uh, what the starters have done for you and what they can do for you, you're still evaluating other players more so than, than um, starters at, the, at this particular time. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you hope carries over from a positive standpoint from the Green Bay game, and what needs to be improved the most in your estimation? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the splash plays are great. The, the, those are the ones that make TV, that make the highlights. Everybody talks about those. Um, so let's let's keep the splash plays again. If we can have two interceptions in a game, um, and I think three more PBUs, that's a, that's a hell of a game. So let's let's continue that, but let's just be more consistent. You know, let's not have the boneheaded uh, fits, the boneheaded checks. You know, let let's put a full game together, right? Um, the difference in in week one and week two is is usually guys realize that oh wait, I'm running down on kickoff, and then I'm staying out there on defense or I'm on the punt team and then I'm standing out there on defense. These guys haven't done that in a long time. Um, so, you know, get the legs under them, um, you know, get their mind right and, and just know, you know, late in that game, there ain't nobody to, to tap in, you know, so it, it, it's you. So this is this is a phenomenal opportunity. Tell these guys all the time, 
if I would have walked up to you as a nine-year-old and said, hey, dude, you got a chance to play NFL football, you probably would have signed up for it. So when you're tired, when you got no legs, when, you, when you're just gasping for air, remember that. You know, remember what got you here, all those hard days that, that this was your dream, and, and now you get a chance to live it. So make the most of it and have no regrets and uh, shoot your shot when you get a chance. Like you had mentioned uh, about Arthur Smith, uh, the, the offensive genius uh, down there with Atlanta, he, he does a lot of movement, a lot of motion, a lot of personnel, a lot of formational things. Um, and he won't, it won't be like he does in regular season for a preseason game, but there, there will be some. And that'll test those young guys, right? In terms of communication, make sure everybody's on the same page. You don't want to brain cramp and you're beating, you're out of alignment before the snap of the football. And they don't really have to beat you physically. They got you, you know, making a mistake. Yeah, I think you want to see guys stay ahead of their call. You know, if we're in something that if one guy moves, the whole secondary can change, then know that, right? Communicate that pre-snap, you know, stay ahead. Um, don't put yourself behind the plays you're talking about where you're trying to get a check out and you're not where you're supposed to be and you're trying to communicate with the corner or the nickel and next thing you know, you're behind the play. So, um, yeah, th there are, you know, six or seven plays that everybody in the league runs in the preseason, you know, the bootlegs, moving the pockets, all that kind of stuff, outside zone. Um, but early in the game, especially, you know, let's uh, when they probably got a first 15 of plays that they don't care that they, they show the NFL because they ran them all last year. You know, let's be on top of those things. And, and let's really, you know, when we get on the plane to come back, let's feel great about, you know, effort and all that stuff. You know, that, that shouldn't we shouldn't have to have that conversation. But let's really feel good about, you know, we were dialed in. We came to play and we made the most of our opportunity. I remember, uh, and I, it's a long time ago, but I remember 1974 okay. the, for the, fir the first time went on the road. Um, you know, and you travel, we travel in college, travel college uh, away games, but everybody travels differently. And I mean, it was, it, Paul Brown, of course, was the head coach and his meetings were so incredible, uh, even on the road, you know, and, and guys just getting familiar with, okay, how does the team travel? Uh, what's it like at the hotel? What 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 are the meetings like? All of that first experience is is something for the young guys to you know digest as well, right? Yeah, I think whether you're you're a rookie or you're Nick Scott who's coming over, you know, yep. hey Nick, this is our our individual we do before the game. Then we go to Pat and go. This is how we travel. This is you know what we eat. This is what the meeting structure is. All that stuff. Again, the preseason is is so important for evaluation and all that stuff. But it's also a way to kind of set your feet and know that week one in Cleveland, hey, I take bus three, this is where I sit, this is, you know, what my locker looks like, this is what I like to do. So you don't have to worry about, you know, anything of, of hey, I brought the wrong gloves or, or whatever it may be, right. you know, let, let's get all the kinks out. So when it's time to go, it's just all about football. So um, anytime you go on the road, obviously, um, you know, Mr. Brown, Katie, Troy, Brick, I mean, it's a first class operation and, and you want for nothing. Um, so just to to feel that, to know, okay, this is the bus ride. These are what guys like to do. Uh, the trainers offer this. The the uh, strength staff does a great job here, you know, giving them opportunities before the game to get loose. And everybody's got their own routine. I think, you know, you, I'm sure you had that in 1974. You know, you had your whatever music you were listening to then with your, your boom box probably walking around for the game, <laughs> no shirt on, laps, you know, got no shoes. He's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Afraid of this, this big white dude getting ready to – to pull and, and lay out a, a linebacker. Um, so, you know, it'll be good to, to kind of see that and to live that. And uh, yeah, I mean, going on the road is, um, you know, it, it can be a challenge um, for sure. You know, you, you don't have your office, you don't have your meeting supplies, but 
um, it's it's a lot of fun to to kind of hunker down and, and be with those guys, especially these late games as, as you've lived. I mean, we'll have a walkthrough in the morning, and next thing you know, you got like four or five hours. It's just like, yep. okay, what do we do now? Uh, yep. So if you're a young guy, you know, you get off your feet, you, you look at your playbook, you make sure you're good. Um, so it's just that, you know, that we – Fortunately, we'll play a lot of primetime games. So we'll have those four and five hours kind of hang around the hotel where it feels like it's four or five days. Um, and then you get on the bus and you go. So it'll be good. It will. It'll be good. And uh, good luck on this uh, on this journey, on this trip down to Atlanta. Uh, and two things, uh, you know, play well, obviously. I'd like to see everybody play well, play hard, avoid injury. Yep. That's, that's the go. big thing, man. Come, come back out of it healthy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, a, good, a good performance against the Atlanta Falcons and getting closer, getting closer all the time to heading up to Cleveland to get it started, get it kicked off. Uh, that's no easy task, as they say. Yeah, you know, it's always um, training camp lasts forever, and then you kind of wake <laughs> up one morning and it's like, oh, we play a game in how long? So, um, you know, we're probably in the middle of that tunnel right now where you, you yep. can't see the light behind you and, and there's not enough light to know where you're going. Um, but you get back from Atlanta and you realize, okay, now it's getting real. You know, we got one preseason game left. Let's make sure we feel great about everything. We feel great about who we are as a, as a unit, as a defense, as a team, who the leaders are, and uh, and then it's time to go. So um, these next couple of days obviously are, are, are crucial. You know, we'll get back to work uh, tomorrow and, and, as you mentioned, have a, a light day and then get down to Atlanta. And, and really, you know, let, let's let everybody kind of feel us. You know, this is who we are this year. Obviously, new team, new faces all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, if you put that helmet on, if you're a first stringer, if you're a third stringer, it doesn't matter, right? There's a standard, um, the way we play, how we play, um, you know, you should be able to feel us defensively. So that's what we're looking for. And it's a phenomenal opportunity. There's only so many of those in life. You know, you're only guaranteed 20 of these this year, three preseason yep. games and 17 regular ones. And, um, you know, 10 years from now, I'm sure everybody, I mean, hell, you'd probably sign up to go play a couple of plays. Um, I know I would. So, um, let's make the most of our opportunity and, and uh, come back and enjoy a victory. I, I'll give you one. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd, I'd I think you can give us two. I'll, I'll, give you, right? I'll give you one. <laughs> you can definitely give us a field goal play, right? So, I could do that. I could do that. I could block and a P and 10. I mean, a quick game. Yeah, I could see you setting a little bit, you know, just inside. Be good. Good. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate the uh, – the, the relationship that you've got with your with your players and your fellow coaches, I man, everybody uh, likes and respects and admires Robert Livingston, and there's a reason why. Thanks for your time, sir. Well, yes, sir. Thanks for all you do, and and uh, we'll talk soon. Dave Lapham yeah. here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self motivation leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.